Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Dan. I'm Opie. I'm Aaron. I'm Daniel. And I'm Tinzian. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, August 19th, and this is episode 17 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast and featuring members of the Geek Bits Podcast. Last week, we encountered several new characters, and Tinzian will catch us up on where we are currently. Dungeon Master, you are a go. Chaos. Pure, sweet, bittersweet chaos has erupted in the cavern with the arrival and loud voice of uh, Eric's character within the party. The peals of thunder, apparently at the enjoyment of Xanatari's deity, um, are not helping so much for uh, keeping the party on a down low as seven goblins appear to have moved from their mining activities to charging towards the sound. Daniel's character, who has not been introduced to the party directly yet, but noticed by Daros and reported, has uh, seen the goblins take off. I'm going to start uh, because um, Daniel had some comments he wanted to make at the end of last session. I will start with you. Okay, so um, noticing that the crazy old guy has just appeared, I'm wondering what the hell's going on. Um, sort of scratching my head. Um, and I notice that the, the goblins are running up behind them. So I want to put myself in a position where I can ambush them. If I can, if there's any sort of cover around or something. There's there's the rocks that you're in, which um, two of the goblins have passed so far, but a couple of the others, you know, you could reach out and grab one and try to yank it into the shadows and do something. But as far as taking on an entire pack, that may or may not be advisable. Well, he's stealth, right? He doesn't really need cover. He, he, he's stealth, but it's a matter of is he trying to ambush one so that the party, the rest of the null, uh, goblins know about it, or is he trying to pick one off and sort of yank it back and deal with it on his end, leaving six to you guys? Hmm. Choices, choices. Um, I think I'll just let them pass and I'll just put myself in a prime position. Okay. So you're going to move up behind the pack? Yes. Okay. Very good. Uh, Daros, because um, you're the other one that would be able to notice that something is amiss, you, in the last session, at the end of the last session, reported that there was an issue coming along telepathically to Xanatari. Uh, you would be more likely to, in your stealth uh, condition, to set up yourself into some sort of position for what looks like to be an oncoming round of combat. If you would like to say anything, do anything, explain how you're going to position yourself, any of that sort of stuff, the table's yours. Well, I would like to position myself to come in and attack. By doing so, I'd like to use acrobatics trick. It reduces my speed by two during this move. You have a climb speed equal to a reduced speed of two. Uh, you also gain a plus two power bonus to your next damage roll with a basic attack. Okay. So since I'm stealth and I have combat advantage, I would like to position myself in melee range using acrobatics trick. Okay. 
Um, from where you can see, it looks like there are two sort of Taskmaster fighter type um, goblins, uh, and then there's the other pack of goblins um, behind them. Um, which ones are you looking to intercept with your particular I would pack? like to move in on the last two to okay. hit those guys. Kind of ambush from behind while Bosk and, and Xanatari are moving. And uh, Cezor, is that how you pronounce the name, Eric? I'm sorry? Cezor. Cesar, and Cesar about to take on the frontal attack. I can come in behind by taking out these back two, okay. moving in on the group from kind of flanking from okay. the back end on them. Now, I will just point out for uh, thought consideration. You can act on this if is, if you don't. The goblins have not shouted anything in terms of a rallying cry or whatever. So you're not certain if they were the source or the slinking form that you were able to just faintly detect through your period of rogue training and your own attempts at concealment, you notice that there is a slinking distortion in the air as behind the last pack of goblins. Okay. And I don't know if that is the character I've seen that was watching them or if it could be another foe. Correct. Okay, all right. I, I would recognize that myself, just knowing that that's there, and still move into position where I can make a move on this. Okay. On these goblins that are moving around. Xanatari, you have been informed telepathically, and uh, I don't believe that you've been uh, given the chance to react to that um, in the last episode, so the floor is yours. Um, in the last episode, we ended with me telling everyone that they're coming, and okay. that was pretty much just my reaction um, as they began to round the dragon. So okay. I would move my character um, behind Bosk, who's already near me, and make sure that I'm like to the wall behind him. Okay. And uh, go ahead, Bosk. So Zenitari lets Bosk know that there's incoming goblins. Bosk turns in the direction of the goblins and says, Finally, <laughs> my hammer and my shield are going to meet revenge. You are going to pay for our fallen comrades. And he's walking towards them at, at almost, almost blindly, uh, disregarding anything else. Instead, he's going for combat. That is almost an imagined shared sensory illusion but there with every footfall upon Bosk's boots onto the rocky floor there is the faintest peal of thunder your deity you sense uh, Xanatari is extremely pleased with the situation my boy's pissed <laughs> <laughs> now Eric um You've just been dumped into this mass, and now apparently everyone is suddenly moving away from you as a source of interest to something coming up. This uh, lady in armor is, you know, going into a fighting position. Um, you've been told to shush. What's your take on this thing? Um 
um, well, as soon as she says they're coming, obviously he doesn't really know where they're coming from, so he goes, I guess, back into his default position, which seems to be whirling around, pointing his crossbow at everything. Um, and it seems like everybody's moving in different directions. Um, but uh, so he probably is pretty much just going to stay at that one point. Uh, she told him to be quiet, so he's not going to say anything um, and just look for, I mean, he sees uh, the Goliath move off pretty pretty determinedly in a certain direction, so maybe he'll keep an eye specifically that way, but he doesn't really want to put his back towards any space. This is a pretty big room, and who knows where a threat could be coming from, so he'll just be sort of waiting to see uh, a, an obvious enemy and then ready to shoot it in the face. Okay. Your wait is not long. Um, one of the larger goblins comes charging around the uh, right side of the dragon head and it's that sort of confident swagger of a seasoned warrior um, not really caring so much what is on the other side just that there seems to be a fight brewing and that is um, all it really needs to know mm-hmm. um, it is wielding a battle axe and has very ragged pieces of armor, but it is, it looks like a very strong, very wild kind of goblin. And it beelines right for uh, Opie, since Opie is the first visible target. So who's the combat advantage go to? The combat advantage, I will rule, um, will go to Opie, because Opie's been given the heads up that there's something there. The other, the goblin didn't know what was around there. You know, it could have been anything. It just wants to spoil for a fight. You know, okay. it's been doing whatever it's been doing, but it, it clearly relishes this more. Um, but you were, you were given no courtesy of a weapon tip, a, a notice, a nod. You are meat, and it is there to fight you into the ground. Well, it's going to get rid of the meat. It's fight into the ground. Um, uh, am, am I ready to attack? Am I within range? Is are we there? Um, the, the 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 two of you can do the the movement, and it'll bring you two into uh, range to um, do whatever you wish to do. Okay. Uh, roll for advantage. Op. D twenty. Oh, two. Okay. Um, The rest of you roll for um, advantage. I don't have a notepad handy with me at this point in time. Um, For order, or what are you rolling? What's what's the roll for um, order? Okay. 13. Uh, Okay. Genesis, you got a 13. I rolled a 12. That's Daros with a 12. Okay. One second. Uh, I got a fourteen, but I've got a plus four to initiative checks. Oh, I didn't add that stuff. Okay, that's one of my fates, so I think that's oh, okay. like an eighteen. Yep. And I've got an initiative nine, so is it fourteen Wait. plus nine plus four? What are you adding? We just oh, yeah, a, a yeah, twenty. We didn't add anything. 
Yeah, on the combat sheet, I never noticed that. There's an initiative, and I have a plus seven. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's based on level and dexterity, I think. I okay, see. so yeah, will we take but... the d20 plus the initiative yes. bonus that we get? Oh, yes. Okay, well then, mine would be a 19. Okay. Okay, okay, so would... mine would be 20... Hold on. Math is hard. <laughs> I think mine's uh, just 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 remember just remember in Australia, Daniel, you subtract in order to add. <laughs> okay, uh, well, I got twenty-seven. Okay, all right. Okay, I got a twenty. Okay, so twenty-seven, Daniel, twenty, Eric, nineteen, me, fifteen, Genesee. Yep. And I got a, and I got a seven after my initiative flip bonus. Okay. okay. Um. In stealing yourself and uh, dear blood rage at uh, uh, finally being able to fight, um, you're not able to get the upper hand in terms of the first swing. The goblin swings and going to roll here. Rolls a 16 versus your armor class. 22. Okay. And it it lashes a vicious swing in your direction, but uh, it, it it misses, putting itself into prime position for you, who, since you're now the only one really in um, uh, melee range at this point, um, besides Daros and uh, Daniel's character, uh, you I'll let you go out of order, and you can um, do whatever you want for your turn. Do it, baby. Me, me or yeah. Darius? Yeah, he's yes. letting you attack. Oh, oh, okay. Letting, letting you oh, okay. Um, I want to use my an at will minor action. Also, it's a battle wrath since I'm kind of pissed. Um, and uh, you channel your anger into each strike, dealing a devastating damage to your foes. Mm-hmm. Um, you assume a battle wrath stance until the stance ends. You gain plus two power bonus to the damage rolls of a basic attack using your weapon. So I'll do. I'll use that minor action and just use a melee basic attack. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to roll for hit, right? D20 yes. for hit, okay. Plus your uh, your weapon bonus. Weapon bonus. Plus nine, so I rolled a three, nine, eleven, twelve. <laughs> rolled the twelve. Okay. And then uh, let me roll for one D10 plus four damage here. No, uh, you have to see if that you have to see if the oh. twelve the twelve hits. Are you, are you are you using are you using your uh, your limited? Remember last episode I gave you the one time. Oh. Encounter. I was waiting for you to award me that. Is that my is that my thing to award? That is that, that is that is yours. That is yours to reward. Uh, it was, okay. the, the conditions for the listeners was um, he was granted based on the death of Kirk. He was given a special ability where he has a one time for the duration of an encounter a minor barbarian uh, rage, where he would get a plus two to hit and a um, mm-hmm. plus two to damage. Uh, just so to, yeah. So add two okay. more to to that twelve, so fourteen to hit. Okay. Uh, you do not hit squarely, but I will give you a glancing blow. Okay. What do you? So want to I'd like you to roll your normal damage and give me a third of that. Come on, damage! Jeez. <laughs> I rolled. 
I don't have a physical D10 on my desk, so I have to roll with my roller thingy. Um, so a two plus four plus two for damage, so eight. Okay. A third of eight is two and I'll just give you. I'll give you a three. So three points. There you go. Striking damage. Um, not the greatest start to a barbarian assault, but you know we all can't be party killers. <laughs> some, 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 sometimes you get spent when you know first wiping out a member of the community, and you know it takes a while to recharge that combo uh-huh. point meter. Uh-huh. Um, but you have at least uh, wetted your weapon um, into combat. I'm assuming he just screamed really loud and then just dropped the weapon on the goblin's head. Yeah, <laughs> on his toe. Yeah, yeah. There was there was there was a slight a slight whiffing of, of of that, but there was still some some damage done. Um, Daniel, you had the higher initiative over Darrow, so I will um, find out what you would like to do this particular round. Okay, so I'm going to uh, move. Uh, well, I'm assuming that I'm in range for a longbow attack. Yes. Um, so I'm going to use my encounter power flickering arrow on the big goblin guy. Which one? The one that was just attacked, or the um, other one? There's which two. Which one's the big brutish guy that just rounded the corner? That's the one that uh, Opie is fighting. Okay, can I can I drop a flickering arrow into the back of its head? Ooh. You can try. Okay, so uh, for for the benefit of the listening community, can you read that power off? Sure. So until the end of your next turn, the target can't benefit from cover, concealment, or total concealment, and enemies take a minus two penalty to attack rolls while within two squares of the target. And because of my blood bond. Um, class feature. It allows me to add um, uh, n- the number of enemies within the number of squares around it. So in this case, five squares from that enemy also take the penalty of minus two to attack rolls. Okay. Hmm. It's hard to stealth with a flickering arrow in the back of your head. <laughs> yeah, very, very hard. <laughs> okay, so here we go. Plus 10, 14 versus armor class. That is a miss. Um, but again, you could get a dent. Uh, you could get a uh, a glancing scrape off of the uh, shot if you wish. Okay. So one d ten plus three. Oh, four damage. Marvelous. Okay. <laughs> so you know, we'll, just, we'll, we'll, we'll just make it simple and two points of damage there. That's fine. Daros, however, you must make a uh, stealth check, please. Okay, I think it's Eric's turn, Caesar's turn. He was next after Daniel. Yes, but you, but there because okay. because the ma- the magic flickering arrow went shooting through the party. Ah, uh, okay. And you are stealth. Nine plus. Nine plus twelve. We're looking at twenty-one. You 
feel the magic, but you are able to keep yourself within stealth. And I only had you roll that because, well for me. because it it doesn't it didn't list it as party is immune or enemies only. So that's where you 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 came in with that. But um, okay, uh, Eric. Okay. Well, I see one pretty much obvious enemy. Uh, so uh, Caesar uh, reaches into one of his many belt pouches in his in his armor, and he pulls out a, a, a cartridge for his crossbow and slams it in there, and uh, takes aim over Bosk and fires at the goblin. Uh, I'm using spike wire, which is an encounter power. Uh, plus nine versus fortitude. So, can you can you just read off that uh, power sure. ability for the listening audience? Um, it's described as you throw a bundle of barbed wire that bites into your enemy's flesh, digging deeper and deeper. But uh, I like to describe it as a special bolt that comes out. It's sort of like a a couple bolts that fly out as as the spiked water that that fly at at the enemy, and they dig in and it deals damage and then. Until the end of my next turn, anybody that hits him deals two extra damage. I guess they're hitting the the wire deeper into his flesh, so it deals two extra damage to him. Okay. Sounds like something a crazy old guy would do. Just throw barbed wire at people. (laughs) He shoots barbed wire at people. Now, you're you're shooting around Opie because shooting... Or you're trying trying to angle the arrow above over his head. I'm just trying to, to hit him wherever my clearest shot is. Okay, just double check. Okay, go ahead and roll for attack. Uh, t- t- 25 versus fortitude. Okay, you uh, definitely hit. Okay. Uh, 1d8 plus 6. six. Uh, all right, 10 force damage. Okay. And then, like I said, anybody that hits him until my next turn is over gets two extra damage if they hit. Okay. Uh, that leaves Bosk and Xanatari, and I believe Xanatari had the higher. Well, Bosk already went, but uh, Daros is above me. Yeah, I haven't made my action. Move okay, yet. sorry, Daros. That's okay. Go ahead and make your uh your well, run. Before Daros does, he breathes a little sigh of relief, and a small smirk comes across his face, knowing that this other figure has joined in our combat and that he's after these goblins as well. And kind of gives him a little morale boost as to how they're going to handle these goblins, knowing that this other character is fighting with us. Um, I guess I am in position to uh, attack. Have all the goblins come over yet? Are we still just seeing the one? I know I was trying to position to catch, you know, the, the tail end of them and start chopping from the back end. And I am melee range of that. Um, you, you would have to pass the other big one that's about to be coming around the corner here. Okay. And you so would... So I'm in melee range of just the first and the second one. The well, no, 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 no. Okay. You, you, you would be able to if you burned, if you burned your, um, your, your main move and your, uh, your minor as a movement, um, that would put you back behind the pack. Okay, well, I've already set myself up with acrobatic tricks to give me a plus two power bonus to next damage, so yep. I'll stay where I am, okay. to, and I guess I'll bring my wrath on to the big guy as well. So okay. I'm going to do a melee basic attack 
coming on him. So we roll, and it is 19 plus 12. So that's 31, 33 total. Uh, quite, quite considerably. Uh... <laughs> I think it's a hit. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to uh, bring up sneak attack, which because I was granted combat advantage, I'm able to use that. And due to leveling up, I am able to use two D8s as opposed to two D6s. Okay. So I will roll my D6 plus two D8s. Roll that. And we're going to hit 15 plus seven. That's 22 damage. 23. Sorry, 23. Okay. A good a good deal of the color of the uh, goblin starts to drain. It, it it sort of buckles, but doesn't doesn't go to the ground. Doesn't okay. he get a plus two because of? Um, oh yeah, and a plus two. Well. Yep. Twenty five. Yeah, twenty five total. Yep. Okay, and uh, I have a free action per encounter with backstab, which allows me to do uh, another attack roll that gives me a plus three power bonus, mm -hmm. and if the enemy is hit, it does 1d6 extra damage. Okay. So I'll roll that now, and that's the wrong dice. <laughs> <laughs> so a 7 plus 12, 19, 21, 24. Okay. Very good. You hit. Okay, and then a d6. Roll that, and that's going to be 6, 12, 13 more damage. Nice. <laughs> please, please, please go ahead and take this opportunity to describe in detail your attack and the result of the fatality which you have just inflicted. <laughs> Moving uh, in on the target, I just unloaded... <laughs> knowing that it was going after Bosk, and, oh, I didn't even have my plus two power bonus for next damage. He's dead anyways, but... <laughs> wow. Uh, just went blades crazy with backstab right before, you know, I made the melee attack, and that loosened up to hit a vul uh, vulnerable point underneath the arm with the blade that I came in and hit the heart underneath the shoulder, the right in the armpit, came through there and killed the target. <laughs> This is kind of like Gangs of New York. This is, go, this is a kill shot. This is a kill shot. This is a kill shot. It's like exactly. a side of beef. This is a kill. This is a kill. And... Are you sure you just didn't hug the target with like a vest made of knives? <laughs> like, hey, buddy, how's it going? Oh, you're dead. Hug oh. of death. Whoa. As I scream, don't mess with my buddy Bosk, you jerk. <laughs> Ruining the mood because everybody's like, "Really? That's your battle cry?" <laughs> now, 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 the only the only real problem with this is the sudden sense of deja vu that Daros has as he rewinds back to the beginning of this fight, and his health bar above his head fills up, and he has to go do it again because it's a two out of three, unless people keep pumping in quarters. <laughs> Kinsey, right. and after the after the next patch next week, can they nerf the uh, the uh, thieves in the in this game because apparently they're a little bit overpowered. <laughs> That's my job. I'm DPS, baby. That's what I did. Okay, I, 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 I thought I thought that you were a guardian and not a warlock. Yeah. <laughs> you soon. And the great thing is, uh, the next target I attack, dark reaping comes into play. So mm. that's gonna be great too. So all right, uh, I'm good. I'm feeling great. Back in character, as the goblin drops to his knees and blood splits out of his mouth onto Bosk's shield, he kind of gets a little bit of disappointment because it's kind of like, WTF, where's the rest for everybody else? 
Seriously. <laughs> That's the way it's going to be, Darius. That's the way it's going to be. Hey, you scraped his cheek. Yeah. <laughs> if it wasn't for you nicking the chin, he wouldn't have been looking the other way for me to make the quick stabs. He, he might have had one point of damage left. Maybe. <laughs> All right, so that's it for me. And I am just covered with blood. <laughs> no stealthing for you. All right, I'm up there now. It's like, hello. Okay. <laughs> uh, Xanatari. Okay, I would like to use my hammering wind, and then we'll roll for damage, and then if it works, I'll tell you what that is. Roll for attack. Roll for attack. I got a 19. You hit. Okay, uh, hammering wind... I'm going to try to go for the target, the other big guy that's not dead, obviously. Um, and Hammering Wind is a strong wind that uh, reinforces my thunderous weapon attack. It it slams the foe backwards, makes them prone, and it also drags all of my allies with a swirling wind within three square, up to two squares to me. So I can pull uh, Cesar and Deros um closer to the second big guy so they'll have less distance to go for their next turn. So the wind will swirl around and yank them closer to me. Cool. And I will roll my for damage. Total is six damage. Okay. Uh, scissors, any scissor, any reaction to suddenly being uh whipped around by the wind or Daros any reactions uh well Cesar doesn't really like to be close to things so he'll probably try to sort of brace himself against the floor and and let out a whoa 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 <laughs> make sure you hold your rope down buddy Daros <laughs> uh, just knows he's he's fought with Genesee before so he's not threatened by the wind he just okay. plays in it. Yippee! I'm covered with blood! <laughs> <laughs> Killing frenzy! <laughs> Taking that level of bloodthirsty barbarian was a nice call. Okay. <laughs> All right. Can um, I do a minor as well? Or? Yes. Um, I'm going to do Storm Surge, which crackles of lightning dance along the weapon I bless, ready to unleash this surge of power. I'm going to bless Bosk's weapon... So the next time he makes a damage roll, he will uh, deal four extra lightning damage. Um, scissor, the barbed wire bolt that uh, you did, you said that that is a length of uh, barbed wire type stuff? Yeah, it might be uh, two or three feet long. Okay. Um, the other... Goblin, the big one, uh, manages to avoid the remnant of barbed wire from its uh, fallen uh, comrade, but it uh, takes a barehanded claw swipe uh, towards um, Opie, towards Bosk. This one is dressed in a sort of uh, leather armor um, kind of makeshift armor. It's not quite as muscled as the other one, but clearly it's a little less either it's really good at melee combat uh, and fighting or it's just less of, less uh, prepared. 
but it is going to roll and a 21 versus your AC. 22. Okay. It misses you. Excellent. Now, uh, let's just continue. And whoever had first initiative uh, this time around, then you have a chance to do some damage now. Awesome. Okay, so let's not muck around. Let's, uh, Let's just go with a basic ranged attack. Plus eight against AC. 15, uh, that would make it 23. It? Against, yes, the big guy. The other big guy. Okay, so that's hit. And 1d10 plus 3. Um, is he by himself? Does he have anyone adjacent to him? Um, there's a couple of the smaller, uh, goblins within two squares. Is that adjacent, though? Not adjacent, no. Okay, so plus one damage. Woo! Okay. <laughs> that would be uh, eight, eleven, twelve damage. Okay, nicely done. Thank you. Okay, next. Scissor, I think. Yes, scissor. Okay. Um, I will, again, take aim with my crossbow. Uh, let's see here. Um, I'll go with, uh, my aggravating force. It's an at-will, uh, attack. Uh, again, with my crossbow, uh, it's described as when your infused weapon strikes an enemy, the weapon unleashes a force that rattles the foe. Uh, again, it deals damage, and then the next ally to attack the target before my turn gets a plus two, uh, bonus to attack. Excellent. Go ahead and roll. Okay. Uh, it's a uh, twenty-six versus AC. Very good. You hit. Uh, just to let you know um, your targets, your target rolls are going to be uh, fifteen on uh, this particular guy. Okay. And then uh, for damage, it's again an eight, nine damage. Okay. Very good. Uh, next. All right. That's me. Who do I get to cut? All right, so fury. <laughs> I am going to do a melee basic okay. uh, against the same target, trying to bring down the other big guy. Uh, let's see here. That is going to be... Just forget your dark reaping. <laughs> I won't. Don't worry. <laughs> 21. Okay. Uh, that's uh, better than 15, so you hit. Okay. Um, now, Acrobat's trick... Uh, do I just get that power bonus for... Oh, your next damage roll. Okay, it doesn't continue on. I was just making sure. All right. right. So, uh, I will roll my d6. To be 10 damage. Okay. And then I will activate Dark Reaping. And what that is, a creature within five squares of you is reduced to zero hit points. One creature you of your choice that you hit with an attack before the end of your next turn takes extra necrotic damage equal to 1d8 plus your con modifier, which mine is zero. So okay. I guess he can go ahead and take that, and he will take seven more damage from that. So 17 okay. total. All right. Um, very good. Bosk. 
I believe it is uh, your turn. Okay, I was making sure I wasn't last. I thought I was last. Okay, um, Bosk is going to go ahead and go with the. Um, uh, I'll go with the minor actions I can use every time. The at wheels, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'll go with Battle Wrath again, which is just I get mad and I gain plus two power. And we're going to go with a basic melee attack, so I'll roll. Come on, dice! <laughs> I don't. Do I add something to the hit? Two plus uh, my weapon? Right? Go, go. It is plus ace. Something OP. plus versus AC usually. OP, for but, the sake of the story, I normally would at least once an episode in combat let someone re-roll. Go ahead and re-roll your attack. Why? Okay, I had a two. Yeah. So roll attack, and I got a sixteen that time. Very good. Okay. You hit. Roll oh, for I damage. Roll for damage. Okay. Now I've got lightning damage on this, and I'm gonna roll my. Oh shit! That wasn't the roll. I gotta go with the <laughs> fake roll. Um, fake roll, and one d ten. Roll. Okay. Dice. I got a five plus two. Plus two more for my battle wrath, which is nine plus uh, four, four. So thirteen. Thirteen in your case is lucky. Please go ahead and describe your wrathful fatality that you have just inflicted upon. This. Ooh, um, pretty much. I uh, turn away from the dead goblin in pursuit of the other goblin, which has his back sort of turn towards uh, the other group and as he turns to look at me approaching I smash him squarely in the forehead as his face kind of meets my hammer (laughs) with an overhanded blow and with that I let out kind of you could see the rage release from my face for just kind of where I've been pretty pissed the last couple of rounds very nicely done even though he would want it, I'm not going to scream Kirk's name. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, none of the wenches ever did either. Oh! <laughs> oh! That's pretty low, considering he's dead. <laughs> May he rest in acidic pace. <laughs> we shall name him Pete Bog. <laughs> um... Zanatari, I believe it is your turn. Yes. So we have this the small goblets left. Five, is that? There are there are five. Um, I will target the one nearest to me and <clears throat> do thundering steel. I'm gonna roll to hit. Twenty-five total versus AC. Okay. You hit. And Thundering Steel, with a prayer to the Storm God, I imbue my weapon with the power of thunder. As I strike, a thunderclap rumbles across the battlefield. It also has the benefit of the next time myself or an ally hits the target before the start of my next turn, they will take an extra three thunder damage if it doesn't die now. Okay. Thirteen total. There is... A sort of mixed blessing with your attack in that you clearly separate the um, goblin from any vestige of life force. However, while there has been the sounds, or at least presumed sounds, of thunder, 
your attack sends out an overly large peal of thunder, as it is explained in the definition. There is the sense, perhaps, that maybe elsewhere in the dungeon, this odd thunder was heard. Hmm. I guess we should take a moment, maybe, uh, Xanatari will look closely at these goblins. I assume that these goblins are running at us in an attack formation and that they have their weapons raised, but just to double check. Okay. I don't want to kill the peons. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, these are are a a peon-ish type. And that, you know, it took only 13 to take them down. They're not a minion, otherwise that would be a one-pointer. Okay. But they do have weapons drawn. Okay, just checking. I didn't want to kill the slaves. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. okay. If, we, if we kill them off, they won't have any resources left, and then we can attack their base. Yay! <laughs> Good thinking. Zug, zug. Right. Zug, zug. Stop poking me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... Yeah, you guys are definitely going to be ahead of the curve on these guys. So, uh, back to Daniel. Okay, let's uh, let's do some crazy awesome stuff, shall we? Do it. Let's uh, let's use elemental spirits. So, for those that don't know, it allows me to shoot my arrow and then change it into an elemental power. So I can choose cold, fire, lightning, or thunder. Um. And my choice determines the power's damage type. Um, So, until the end of your next turn, any creature that starts its turn adjacent to the target takes damage of the chosen type equal to your dexterity modifier, which is three. Okay. Um, And I'm going to hit the one... Oh, well, given that the one next to the one that uh, Zenitaro just killed. Okay. Alright, so let's roll this bad boy and see what we do. With a whooping cry... I roll a 3 plus 10, 13. Hit. Versus armor class. Hit. Hit. Awesome. Okay, and then it's 1d10 plus 5. I'm using fire damage because I like burning stuff. (laughs) Somebody went to prep school to get all the big toys. Listen to the steel dice roll. You didn't hear it that time. Okay, so 4 plus 5 is 9 um, nine damage plus mm-hmm. wisdom modifier. Yeah, that's it. So 9 damage um, and 3 extra damage to anyone around it. Or any enemies. Your, <laughs> Thanks for clarifying. Your arrow pierces through the back of the skull of one of the smaller goblins, the tip of the flaming spear jutting out and knocking teeth out of the way as it slumps in a sort of ridiculous grin towards um, scissors, looking in scissors' direction as it falls to the ground dead. The others are burned and surprised, but um, they realize that, you know, they, they've got a course of action and that's it. So we're down to three of them now, right? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, Daros, bringing the pain. Uh, actually, it's uh, Scizor's turn. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Thanks. I want to bring the pain. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, 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 I'm still getting used to the fact that we have new uh, cast members on this, gotcha. uh, this run. Scissors. Not Scissors. <laughs> His name is not Scissors. I would call him Edward. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sensor. Freaking syrup. Use your walking stick, man. Throw it at them. Because <laughs> you're like 8, 9. Yeah. Um, have any of them been hit yet? The ones that are left? Um, they, they've had some damage done to them. Okay. Based on proximity based of... Uh, right. The fire. Okay. Um, I think I'll go with the same attack as last time. The aggravating force uh, that stuns them and makes them more vulnerable to someone's next attack. Okay. And I'll just uh, aim at which, whoever's closest, I guess. Okay, go ahead. Uh, 28 versus AC. Uh, more than amply takes care of that. Okay. Ugh, crap damage. Uh, seven force damage, and the next ally to attack that target before the end of my next turn gets a plus two bonus to attack. Okay, well, that target is dead. Okay. <laughs> two remaining. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh, ah. Uh. Uh, Daros. Daros. Uh, Daros is battling on Warrior's High right now. He is just rolling through. Mm-hmm. He's just in the zone, spinning. Talking smack. Not even that. Up. He's just he's like on Warrior's High in the middle of battle where he what? builds at home, and he's just he's just in it. See, I noticed Opie, that because his picture got much more dangerous. Did it? I, 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 have, I have a question for you. <laughs> I have a question for you, Opie, if I, if I can interject here. Um, you're still in kind of that warrior berserker type thing. You know, you're still, are you still demanding justice and... Well, after the last kill, after the last kill, it kind of made me a little bit more at ease, but I'm still in the fighting mood, yes. Okay. Um, if you wish to burn a minor action, you can roll to try to push Daros out of the way you can strike. (laughs) Dude, I'm like on a fighter's high right now. I'm ready to slice and dice. Yes, but, but he, he's in a minor blood rage. He stole your first target and killed it before you could get to it. So. That's true. That's true. Well, that's okay. Punch him in the uh, back of the head. No, actually, what I could do is um, I have a minor... Well, I have a minor action that if something will attack somebody close to me, I can intervene. But other than that, no, just let let him have his fun. I like okay. to watch it. Go Very ahead. good. Daros, uh, you see a moment of indecision in Bosk's <laughs> eyes as he settles and gives you the uh, go go bring the pain look. <laughs> so moving, just totally gliding on air right now while I'm slicing the dice, and I move into the next one and do another melee basic attack on him, and we roll a twenty-two total. Mm. Very good. Although you do have to take a penalty because I believe in the Geek Bits opening, there is talk, I think, from Opie regarding his son not wanting to ever pick up a football and uh, you deriding him for being a dancer. <laughs> judging judging on your comments here, we may need to redo that opening bit because you, sir, have just pirouetted your way Amen, into a brother. death. Listen, I'm thief and I'm all about movement. So it's like a dance you're seeing up there. Me just breaking down and cutting people up. So okay, <laughs> well let, 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 let's let's cut to the Bolshoi and uh, get to the damage. All right, Six. total is eight nine. Okay, and that's for your damage or for your hit? I don't, oh, my I hit was twenty one. Twi- yep. Yeah, he got it. Yeah, and then my damage is nine. Very good. Almost. It's okay. I'm still good. I hit this sucker hard. Yep. (laughs) Bosk? Yes. Your turn. 
Okay, let's go with the um Let's go with melee. Let's go with the melee basic attack. I don't have any thunder damage or anything on, right? So, that's all done from the last one. Mhm. Correct. So, you know what? Let's um Let's go with the uh let's go with just a melee basic attack. I'm gonna roll for uh Are you striking the fresh one or the wounded one? Wounded one. Very good. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's strike the wounded one. Okay. Thirteen plus nine. Hit. Okay, and I'm gonna roll the D ten. Oh, come on. <laughs> it doesn't need much to kill it. Oh, well, you know, uh, I won't give it much. I'll tell you that much right now. Um, let's see. So plus four, um, uh, seven. You are again able to um, dispatch a obviously foul and villainous and horrible enemy to the hereafter uh, with it. Yay. Yay. Crushing death strike. Nice. Leaving one solitary, desperate <laughs> goblin. There you go. Hey, Daros, maybe this now's the time to try to get that goblin to talk since we went into a berserking rage and killed every single other one you wanted to talk to. <laughs> it's up to you guys. I mean, I'm still up there ready to slice and dice because we're in the middle of battle. So, but it I is, mean, it is, as of right turns. now, every, yeah, it is, yeah, it is your turn, Xanatari. Okay. So, halt. Let's question the goblin, and if we don't like his answers, then you can finish it. But grab the goblin with a threatening uh, mace in its face and says, Daros, ask it questions. Roll to uh, hit, see if you can do the grab. 16, 22. Okay, uh, roll a d d20. 15. Okay, you are able to, for at least this turn, grapple and hold it. Okay. Um, let's put a pause on this. the rest of this episode. Uh, this iPad's only got about 3% charge left. It's already at an hour, so that's fine with me. So let's pick up next time from the interrogation of the Goblin. Okay. Also, we still have to talk cool. to Daniel, too. We don't even know who he is, but he's been fighting with us. He's definitely. I am a mess. Yeah. I'm a and mysterious stranger. Yeah, I gotta high five both of them because, like, I'm like on a killing spree. Like, yeah, you guys are awesome. Enemy of my enemy is my friend. <laughs> all, all, all of you did excellent tonight with uh, the RP and everything. Um, Sweet. Opie, you, 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 you definitely followed through on uh, your character intent tonight, and that was excellent. Cool. Awesome. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathd4dishonor.com, subscribe on iTunes, and find us on Twitter at deathd4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers, and also the Geek Bits Podcast on regular guys talking about geeky stuff. One at grayareapodcast.com and the other at geekbits.net. Stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels.
There you go. The problem is his his character. I immediately think because he's Australian, it's like Crocodile Dundee with like both tufts of hair, big Bowie knife. I was like, well, that is his character. Oh no. That's a knife. It is a knife. Timmy's in a well. Let's go. What's that? Goblins in a mine? Okay. What's that? Old man in a room? So, somehow I'm going to cop a lot of this, aren't I? <laughs> I'm sort of, what's, what's I'm sort this? of half expecting um, Dan to put a yeah. collar on me. Right. Ah, we do have that spare one. It's already took that. Down right here. We're, we're good. <laughs> what, what, you know, right, right, right now, I, I'm, I'm, pre I'm pretty much certain that Daros is trying to think, thinks that he's uh, trying to unlock an achievement for a number of traps sprung versus traps disarmed. <laughs> Listen, that's how I roll, okay? But now that I've got my oh, I roll my, my seventeen. Wolf. Half wolf man with me. We'll both stealth and set traps off. That's how. Yeah, it'll be. It'll actually be kind of fun. <laughs> You'll set one off, then I stumble past and set another one off, and then he's. It's like the Three Stooges. We're just kind of falling down the path. Just start recording. I have been recording. Okay. <laughs> I've been recording. But, you know, no, but that, that that's that sounds like it's going to be some sort of cheesy '70s or '80s show. It's like, Dar like Dar Daros Daros and a Teen Wolf, or you know. <laughs> Be like in the St Starsky and Hutch, Starsky and Hutch Dungeons and Dragons edition. Yeah, you know it's like it's like the Irish undead Daros meets <laughs> Lekolwenza the werewolf. I don't know. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> together they attempt to make a complete deli order. I don't know. Right. I need to I need to react to him disappearing because I wasn't paying attention to him just going poof. I'm gone. Like oh crap, another thief. Now, 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 there's, now there's now there's competition for style points. Who who can get the most obnoxious light sources around them yet still be stealthed? Okay, I'm going to light all my other party members on fire and then stealth. <laughs> where did that come from? I'm so stealthed. I don't know where I am to unstealth my stealth self from being stealth. Right. <laughs> Introductions, please. Yes, everyone know their order. They're good. Is everybody I'm here? At the very end. Wait, who's the last? Who's one before me? Eric? Eric. Yes, is Eric here? Yeah, okay. Eric, you back? I'm guessing that's a no. Good it's podcasting. Okay. I, I, Tinsy, Dan, Opie, Eric. Daniel. Oh, Eric. Eric, Daniel, Tinsian. I'm assuming okay. that Eric and his old man bladder is just. Cross <laughs> yeah, that up again, mate. That's a great voice he's doing. That's perfect. Thank you. Oh, oh well, Eric. Picture, Eric, you sound so. you sound a hell of a lot better on uh, right now than you did before. Yeah, you're sounding clearer. Oh, I didn't do anything. I went and took care of my baby for a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Karma points. <laughs> All right. Not even Very that. Good. Just sort of rub the baby on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Are we ready for intro? Yep. Yeah. Okay.